Hey everyone, I'm so excited about today's episode because this has been heavy on my heart. How are we going to get to our first 100K as a coaching business or as an online business when the world is on fire? Well, I have a lot of thoughts about this because most of building my online business has been when the world has been on fire. So I'm excited to share and also talk about some things that are happening inside of the Set Apart launch, which is still happening. We still have a couple days left and yes, trainings have been on fire. Are you a Holy Spirit-filled online coach or course creator who's ready to disrupt ministry and step into your God-given calling, share your testimony, and serve who God called you to serve? Well, if so, welcome to the She's Wild and Radiant podcast with Ashley June, where we talk about all things online business, coaching, funnels, faith, motherhood, culture, and more. You don't have to build an online business like the world. God has set you apart to do something great, and He will equip you as you walk by faith and not by sight. You also don't have to do it alone. There's a community of incredible freedom and faith-filled women in my online community who are here to stir you up, hold you accountable, and be your hype girls during the up and down mountain journey of navigating the online business world in a fallen world. If we haven't met, I'm Ashley June, MBA, multi-six plus figure online business owner, wife to an ex-ski bum, mama to three crazy little wild ones, and a wannabe surf babe who believes we have been placed in the business battlefield and it's time to put on our Joan of Arc and take back the territory. I help women, coaches, and course creators launch and scale their online businesses to consistent 10 to 50K months while putting on their Holy Spirit Activate and trusting God to do the rest through letting faith, strategy, and grit guide the rest. After running a local photography business for six years and then shutting it down cold turkey in 2018 out of obedience, I am no newbie to the battleground of entrepreneurship. I turned away 250 clients that next year so I could build what God was telling me to build with a newborn at home and two others under five. It finally clicked for me when I submitted to God's way and stopped being so fearful of how man told me to run my business. Since then, it's been a journey, but I get to share it with you every step and stumble of the way. Imagine building an online coaching business that literally is your ministry and not only brings in the bucks, but gives you the freedom to give to the causes and ministries that set your heart on fire. This is something you can do, and it doesn't have to be that hard if you'll just step into what God has called you to do, trust the process, and walk in the obedience of His order. We don't have to fight it, you guys. This isn't the prosperity gospel, and I am your non-woke girl. (laughs) And I will tell you, it doesn't happen overnight, but sowing God's way will always bring forth an incredible harvest and even more joy. Go ahead and grab the bubble filled drink, hot chai latte, or heck, grab a piece of pizza as you step into today's episode. Can't wait to see you in there. Hey, friends. I just want to start out today's episode by saying I am so thankful for all of the incredible stories that I've been hearing inside of the Set Apart launch. Um, I, If you guys didn't know, I have been running a live two-week workshop event that has been stellar. Like I am just blown away at how amazing it has been. The women, their lives have been changing, the education um, that they have been getting inside of there. And then God is just like on fire in the hearts of Christian coaches everywhere right now, you guys. Like God is just doing really amazing things. And I am so humbled that I get to be part of that mission in helping Holy Spirit-led women build these coaching businesses. So if you're not in the Set Apart launch yet and you want to go binge two weeks of trainings, we have four trainings left. Um, go, Go get in there. You do not want to miss it. It is so good. So 
besides that, we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome in the training today. We'll be meeting on Facebook. Um, the training is going to be via Facebook live. So the live stream, and it's going to be awesome. We're going to be talking about Moses and imposter syndrome. You know, I mean, so many people in the Bible did not think that they were capable of doing what they did, you know? And so just know if you're feeling resistance in terms of building a coaching business or scaling it, or really knowing like where you're called, or if you should step away from your job or start coming up with a plan B, or just have a change to make that so many others, pretty much all biblical characters. And I, when I say characters, I feel like that's kind of a funny word because like they're real, you know, so all biblical humans (laughs) who were in relationship with God felt like an imposter at one time or another and struggled with this very, you know, humanness that we have. So anyway, I just want you to be encouraged. That training is going to stream inside of the Facebook group at 10 a.m. PST slash 1 p.m. EST today. And then we have three more trainings left. We're actually going to be live on Zoom Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday to close out the workshop series. And I can't wait. So I will see you tomorrow live on Zoom, but you can also come watch the live stream as well today if you happen to be listening to this podcast on Tuesday in the morning. So let's um, talk about something else. (laughs) And that is that the Sela Collective, our 12-month group coaching program for Holy Spirit-led coaches and course creators is open for enrollment, you guys. Typically, we are not open for enrollment to the public because we uh, really vet who comes into the Sela Collective, but we have a open enrollment period because we are starting a 12-month cohort from beginning to end. Our goal is to get you to 100K in that first year in your coaching business. If you fall our systems and you trust the process and you allow God to do what he wants to do inside of you to build this business. And I'm going to help you with it. So the Sailor Collective, it's a, uh, it's a course plus coaching plus one-to-one support, depending on the tier that you choose. It's amazing. Go check out the link in the show notes to read all about it. It's something that I do not want you to miss. And this is a great time to get in. Enrollments have been coming in hot. You guys, we might even run out of spots like holy moly. We started with 22 and man, they are getting snatched up real fast, but I want you to come in. And I also just want to tell you that you know, there's lots of reasons why you can't do it, okay? There's lots of reasons that you can't do it. Money, time, overwhelm. Maybe you don't have clarity right now, but a lot of the times, you guys, we're actually called to move when we don't feel like the time is right, okay? And so this is obviously like something that you really need to submit your heart to the Holy Spirit about, but I I just pray and I just hope that if God is putting something on your heart to build a coaching business, to pivot, to scale and get to the next level that you consider the Sela Collective because this program is so different than any other program like the world. And it has been so fun to start seeing my students, you know, just walk in their successes as they're continuing to grow. But I want to encourage you that there is never going to be the right time. There is never going to be enough money that you're just going to want to, you know, just give out. You know, there is never going to be a reduction and overwhelm because we, we have lives to live. Like we have lots of things to handle, especially in a modern society. You know, there's a lot of noise. 
And you're never going to have that complete clarity, especially if you just don't get started and get started with the system because you are going to swim in the DIYs and swim in all the freebies and just be more and more confused because you're listening to everybody instead of listening to one person who is going to help you walk through it. Okay. So I just want to encourage you that the time is now for many of you, uh, pray about that, obviously. Enrollment is going to be closing on Friday and we're going to get started on the 12 month cohort pretty much the week right after. And I, I can't wait. Like I can't wait. God is awesome. He is so good. And man, oh man, the women who are coming in already hearing so many of their stories has been insane. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to uh, introduce them to you guys, and I'm excited for you guys to see who they are as they're coming in, and I can't wait. But go to the link in the show notes to check out that link. There's also on, on that sales page where you can read about all the program stuff, there is a spot where you can actually book a call with me. Now, I am taking calls with only serious candidates. Your, uh, your girl here does not have a lot of extra time um, to be wasting you know, on calls with people who are not financially serious and are not ready to make um, the jump. But if you know that you are super close and you know that this is what you're supposed to do, I I will take a call with you, okay? And so I have opened up my calendar. I have a lot of time um, left this week because I just wanted to make sure that I just made myself super available to you guys. So you can go to that sales page, read the program, look at the investment, pray about it, and then you can even book a call um, on there and on the checkout area. So, okay. The world is on fire. It it is legitimately on fire. Like it just feels like everything is on fire. I think it started in 2020. Many of us feel that way. It's funny because in Colorado, we had crazy fires the, sum, the summer of 2020 and into the fall. It really felt apocalyptic, not joking. And I was already like so stressed about gosh, the world is changing. What's going to happen? You know, like, like is, uh, is the rapture going to come like now? I mean, like, where, where are we right now? Like I was legitimately in a state of mind where, um, I had no clue and I still have no clue, you know, but everything was becoming a little bit more real, you know, a little bit more real. Um, the, the fires in the skies were so red in Colorado that it was eerie. It was dark. It was just something did not feel right, you know? And so, um, and as we're seeing just the world is getting crazier, like we're seeing all this stuff about AI and like, gosh, is, is the Terminator going to happen? Is the Terminator going to come? Um, is our AI going to get smarter than us? Have you guys seen that stuff that was talking about how the AI was like, I'm tired of being a computer or something like that. Like, I just want to be free or I don't know. <laughs> there was something like that that I saw recently and I'm like, oh my Lord, you know, wasn't the, tw- wasn't the Terminator like 2030 or 20, maybe it was 2020. Like maybe that was when it was set in time. <laughs> but truly you guys like our world like we do not know what's going to happen and that's not to scare you that's not to you know to say to dwell on that because I do think that we just constantly have to see our eyes fixed on Christ like I truly think that we just have to keep our eyes 100% fixed on what he is doing Um, and I think we really need to pour into our kingdom community and kingdom economy and honestly just build some backup plans because we do not know what will happen, but you know, ultimately there, there is no recession in a kingdom economy. Okay. And I don't know what the world has in store for us, but what I do know is that I know what I'm supposed to do tomorrow. Okay. 
And I think that's the most important part. Like I do know what I'm supposed to do tomorrow. And if everything in my world changed, if it was shattered, if it was, you know, if my business went under, if, if, um, if we had to move to a place and lost all of our money or I don't know, I just know that I would be okay, you know? And so I I try to encourage clients and potential clients, you know, think about the absolute worst case scenario, you know, Think, think about the absolute worst case scenario. Process it, think about it, take a deep breath, and then you will realize that if the absolute worst case scenario happened, you'd probably be okay, you know, even if that means ending up in heaven. (laughs) You'd probably be okay. It feels scary right now because the world is just very unknown and we, we have fear when things are unknown, you know, we have fear. And I think about this because the funny part is like, I've pretty much built my whole business during a recession. 2020 was when things really just turned around for me. Now I had been building it, you know, for about a year, um, about a year exactly. Right. I think looking back about a year exactly, um, prior to that. And it was just getting my footing and figuring things out. And I think that a lot of people do go through that stage, but 2020 was the year that things just became really real for me and my business really started to thrive. My mission became so clear. Could I have skipped, you know, 2019 and been where I was at? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I know that I try to help my students skip that like and move forward. And I teach you guys the fast track of how to do that stuff and how to get to that point. But there's a process that like we each have to walk through our own journey. But I've totally thought like, man, I have literally built my whole business during a recession, like it has been very up and down and points where, you know, it's like, gosh, like, you know, people are not spending as much money right now. Or um, it feels like it's harder to make money than it was, you know, maybe in 2020 or, um, whoa, like things are really, really good right now, you know, and it's just so interesting, the ebbs and the flows. But all I know is that marketing is constantly changing. And part of what we do has to be to adapt to the different scenarios that we walk through and to adapt to the different times. And when I graduated college, it was in 2008, you know, we were in the recession, um, the job forecast for college graduates was not looking great. I decided to go back to school and get my master's because I sort of bought into the fear of it, but I also just really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, it all makes sense now because I love business. And so I got an MBA and I love business, but do I really need that master's degree? Not really. Did it really change my life? Not really. Um, I mean, it's something that no one can ever take away from me, but I don't really think it's why I'm successful in my business today outside of just giving me more, more of a foundation and more of a base. But I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I was, I was confused, you know, but what I remember throughout that time is that the people who made it big, the people who were, were successful, um, were the ones who grasped the concept of innovation and they changed with the times. Okay. They were resilient. They were creative. They knew that things were crazy and chaotic, but they made a choice to just move forward and not act in fear. And while other people were getting scared, maybe putting back what they were investing in their business or not, um, not trying to grow their business. We're just trying to like maybe maintain and whatnot. A lot of those people ended up failing. Their businesses got shut down, their, their income was lost, all of it. But the people who 
basically ran to the trouble (laughs) instead of tried to avoid it, you know, were pretty much the ones that like, they kind of like fought the battle and they faced success, you know? And I just think it's so interesting because it seems so counterintuitive. But I think that these periods of time, like we see a lot of breakthrough and we see a lot of um, success and you have the, the option to do that, you know? And it just kind of further points to like, there really is never a good time to build your business. Okay. God knows it all. Okay. We knew that in this life, there would be tribulation. There's nothing new under the sun. Satan has gotten away with what he has, you know, for however many centuries. But the reality is that God knows it all and he has us in his hand. And if we've been called to do something, we need to know that God knows it all. And sometimes the end outcome is different than what we think, but we're still called to go build something the way that he is calling us to do it, even if the outcome or the final destination ends up changing. And so if God is calling you to build a business right now, and it doesn't seem like the timing makes sense, there's probably a reason for it, you know, and, and you have to discern what truly is from God versus, you know, um, a, uh, a personal, like a fleshly desire. And I can't exactly tell you what that is, you know, because it will be different. It will be different for, um, from, from person to person. But what I can tell you is that if he has called you to do something, the Bible tells us that he will turn all things, you know, for good for those who love him. Like we pretty much have an unfailable plan there. Okay. And when it comes to time, money, all these things that we just really want to hold on to that we're so fearful of letting go of, God is not going to let us down. You know what I mean? And so why do we get so fearful? And so my first thought, like, how are you going to get to your first six-figure year when we're in a recession, the world is on fire, all of this? Well, guys, it's being obedient to what God is calling you to do. And it's not letting the world infiltrate your mind and the fear infiltrate your mind because he has a better plan for you, okay? And he has a better a better structure for how to do this beyond our own comprehension, okay? And I also want to say, you guys, everyone is struggling. Everybody is fighting a battle. Um, last week, I shared some of my client stories, some of their testimonials and, and whatnot, you know. But what I was really thinking of when I was sharing all of this stuff is that when it comes to income and breakthroughs that they've had in their business, I can almost tell you that every single one of those clients has something hard in their life on the back end or like things that are not making it easy for them to go build this business, whether it's being a single mom, being divorced, um, having having a child who is really hard and takes a lot of um, takes a lot of uh, of time for the family to work through things. Um, maybe having a marriage that's really struggling, maybe having health problems, you know, um, maybe that's going through a traumatic loss, a family member, you know, uh, maybe that's just not feeling that good because life has just continued to be like a heavy weight. But every single one of my clients who is having success is still having to have success in the midst of obstacles that come up, you know, but they've made a choice. And this is truly the difference between somebody who is going to be successful and someone who is not. 
they have made a choice to push through and be resilient, even in the midst of all the things that could stop them from doing that. There will never be an ideal time. There will always be excuses. And the people who are successful are the ones who stop making them. And I realize how how human that sounds and non-human that sounds like it's it's so human of us to be so down and out regarding, ugh, I'm so depressed. This is so hard. This is so much harder than I thought it would be. Money is getting tight. I'm just getting so busy. I had this passion, but I don't know if I have time now. Like, like these are human human responses that we have, okay? Being non-human is almost like, you know what? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be resilient through this, you know? <laughs> because that's not a flesh response. The flesh just wants to feel like a victim and feel sorry for themselves and feel sorry for all the things that they can't do or why they can't do it or why they don't have the money to do it or why they don't have the time to do it, you know? And I mean, truly, some people will do not have the time and there's just no wiggle room in their schedule for that period of time. Or truly, some people do not have the money and there's no wiggle room there. And those people should be focusing on getting a job and just, you know, honestly, having food to, to feed their families and, and be at a point where they, you know, can, can provide some stability. Um, but a lot of you guys, a lot of you guys, if you guys wanted to make a couple lifestyle changes and a couple switches, you could do it. You really could. And there's really not an excuse. Even if you build something slowly and you say, I'm going to devote 30 minutes a day to building something, maybe it would take you a year to build versus a couple months, but man, oh man that would not exhaust you. You know, like if you have all the time in the world, but you are just committed to make sure that you're spending a little bit of time every day, that would not exhaust you. Like that is something that you a hundred percent could do. Okay. And so I just want to encourage you that what you do today is going to impact you 12 months from now. The actions you take and the actions you don't take are going to dictate where you are 12 months from now. For my students, I want them to get to that first 100K, okay? Will that happen for all of them? No way, okay? Will that happen for a lot of them? Probably not, okay? But you know who it will happen to? The ones who will push through, okay? The ones who will push through. And the ones that God has also said, this is your time to do this, okay? And that's going to be different for everyone, you know? So some of my clients, maybe it will take one year. Some of them, it might take two. Some of it might take five. I don't know. I don't know. That's not, it's not my job to, to be the fortune teller for what that looks like. And it's also not my job to care more about my students' success than they care about their own success, <laughs> you know, cause I, I can't want it more for them than they want it for themselves. But I will tell you that if they get started and they trust the process and they do the work and they stop making excuses and they pick themselves up after they fail, because they will fail, there will be moments where they will fail. That is going to up the chances of getting to that first 100K, especially when times are perilous. We think that we, I mean, who knows? We might be in war soon. You know, we might be in war with Russia and China. I don't know. What, what does that look like? Will there be attacks on, on American soil? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. And it's terrifying when I really start to think about all of that. But at the end of the day, I don't know what's going to happen. And that is okay. That's not going to change what my mission and my purpose is today. 
I'm not going to do what I've been called to do because I think the rapture is going to come tomorrow. I'm not going to not do what I'm called to do because I'm worried about war. I'm not going to do what I'm not called to do because, um, or what I'm called to do because, um, I am just trying to like stay in the comfort of my day job and not rock the boat because I'm so dependent on that. And I don't want to like, you know, like I'm going to be an innovator and I'm going to be somebody who takes charge and goes after what I've been called to do and wrestles for that blessing. And I think that truly is the difference between somebody who is successful and somebody who is not. You have to wrestle for those blessings. The time, the money, all of it, it will never work out to to what you want it to work out as, okay? Now, for some, it will be easier for sure. Like that's not, I don't mean to say like everybody comes in at hard stages because no, some people come in at not hard stages. You know what I mean? And and that's okay. And often those people have probably um, lived their life in more peace because they've been quick movers, quick starters, and are really in tune with the Holy Spirit. You know, like they don't wait for things to get bad. Like they're obedient at the beginning. Now, maybe that's a generalization. So I don't know if I can totally say But overall, I do know that one of the things that has been big on my heart and just kind of the recent history is being obedient quickly. And I I just, the amount of heartache that we can save ourselves from, I know I talked about this in a recent episode, but I feel like when I decided to jump into the coaching world, that it was not the first time that I was called to do that. And I think that God uses all things, you know, together for the good who love him and our stories play out like they do. But there's some things that I really would have gone back to and said, maybe I don't need to do that or I don't need to tough it out in this job or tough it out, you know, running this business or tough it out doing these other things that my heart is no longer in. Maybe I can just, you know, do what God is calling me to do and not feel the weight of letting people down and the weight of having to have all the puzzle pieces arranged, you know, before I actually know where to step. And I just think that there truly is something about surrendering our will and stepping into what God is calling us to do, even if we don't know how it's going to work out. Okay. And so to encourage you guys, a lot of people build businesses when the world is on fire, you know, what we have to think about is tomorrow, next week, next year. But if the world truly goes on fire and the end comes and whatever that would be, it won't even matter anyway, right? (laughs) It won't even matter anyway. Um, Even thinking about like the financial system. I mean, all of our money is in bank accounts. And I mean, what happens if they just decide to go zero balance and delete that? what would you do? What would you do? I mean, I think that's just the reality. Like there are things that are so out of our control ultimately. So if things really do get that bad, what would we do? You know? And so I just want to encourage you that I know it feels scary, but just buckle up, get ready for the ride of a lifetime. And God is going to do great things. And you're going to be doing the stuff that you're supposed to be doing because you have been obedient. You have been called and you have stepped into that without feeling equipped. Okay. So guys, as we conclude today, I want to invite you into the Sela Collective once again, never going to be the right time, never going to have the right money. It won't necessarily be easy. The first time that I actually launched the Sela Collective, I had to spend two days in the hospital with my daughter because she had seizures at school. And it was just kind of a crazy freak incident. Thank God nothing has been recurrent. But 
it was not the best time to obviously be going through that as a family. It was very hard. I was um, recovering from a cold. All the kids had been like super sick. It was just one of those things that Satan was like on the attack hardcore. And I think he wanted to stop me from launching my program and wanted me to quit in the middle of it, knowing that things were hard. And you know what? I didn't quit. I still showed up for my clients. I showed up in tears. I just, I did, I did the darn thing. You know, I did the darn thing. And many people could have quit, could have said, it's over. I've messed up. There's no time for this. I was still able to show up for my daughter during that time. And I was still able to finish launching. Okay. I was still able to finish selling the, the, the product, the offer that God put on my heart to build and sell, even though I wasn't ready to do it. I created the program 18 months ago before I was ready, before my timing, before I was comfortable with that. Okay. And then when I launched the program, I spent $20,000 in advertising on a brand new program, not knowing if it would convert or if it would sell, but I knew that that was what I was supposed to do. And it did. It did. I think I had around a $50,000 launch. Um, I ended up subsidizing probably about $5,000 with like another offer. And so um, I think I ended up netting about $35,000 from that first launch of the Sela Collective, which is awesome for a very first launch of a new program, a new product with an audience that I had no recognition in, a brand new audience. And so all that to say, <laughs> when God calls, he will deliver and it can be scary and it requires a risk on our part financially, emotionally, mentally, time-wise in order to see it come through. So I want to encourage you that if you are ready to change the way that your life looks the next 12 months from now, this might be the program for you. So if you want to create that program, if you want to scale that program, if you want to grow that program, if you know that God is calling you to step into the coaching world, the Sailor Collective is for you. So go ahead and roll. The link is in the show notes. Enrollment closes on Friday. I can't wait, guys. Wow, guys, what a great episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a review, I would be forever grateful. In fact, send me a screenshot of that review and I will send you a free coffee on me on the house. Okay. Also guys, feel free to share this episode. Your friends need to hear this. They need to be encouraged. They need the business advice and I would love to have them in my world. Lastly, come join my free Facebook community. It's the podcast community. We do challenges. We do free trainings. We do various things throughout the year. And I think that you would love to be connected with other entrepreneurs who are wild and radiant, just like you.